Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. What is the least cool sport? Race walking. <laughs> it's just, it's the arms. I don't know why. There's nothing not cool about winning an Olympic medal. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. Rugby Daily on Off the Ball with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. Welcome to Monday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, the Ireland World Cup squad is now known and there's major disappointment for one international veteran. All Blacks lock Scott Barrett could miss most of the World Cup following his red card against the Springboks and Fiji's shock win at Twickenham sees them move above England in the latest world rankings. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. First today, we learned yesterday evening of the 33 players that will represent Ireland at the Rugby World Cup. It was left to team manager Mick Carney to reveal those names who will head to France next month. I'd start with the forwards. Ryan Baird, Finley Bealham, Tyg Byrne, Jack Conan, Caelan Doris, Tyg Furlong, Ian Henderson, Rob Herring, Ronan Kelleher, David Kilcoyne, Jeremy Lockman, Joe McCarthy, Peter O'Mahony, Tom O'Toole, Andrew Porter, James Ryan, Dan Sheehan, Josh van der Fleer. And the backs, Bundy Aki, Ross Byrne, Craig Casey, Jack Crowley, Keith Earls, Jemison Gibson-Park, Mac Hansen, Robbie Henshaw, Hugo Keenan, James Lowe, Stuart McCluskey, Connor Murray, Jimmy O'Brien, Gary Ringrose, and finally the captain, Jonathan Sexton. One of the expected names not among that list was that of Keen Healy. The Leinster prop had his World Cup hopes dashed on Saturday night in Bayonne when he suffered an injury during the first half of Ireland's scrappy win over Samoa. Head coach Andy Farrell confirmed the reasons for Healy's absence at yesterday's press conference. He's just had a, a scan uh, just as we got off, off the plane now and um, yeah, he'll be out for, for uh, a spell of time. That won't, won't be right, unfortunately, for, for, for Keen and for us. Um, Certainly for the start of the competition and we'll see how his rehab goes during it and you never know towards the back end whether he could be a replacement or not. Jeremy Lockman, who only linked up with the squad in preparation for Samoa, now finds himself heading to a World Cup. While his props have seen some unexpected change, Farrell insists he's happy with his chosen hookers despite recent injuries to Dan Sheehan and Ronan Kelleher. Yeah, we are. They're, um, they're in good spirits. Uh, Ronan's... Uh, could have been fit for this weekend, but giving him another week uh, uh, solidifies that. And then Dan uh, is progressing very well um, uh, ahead of schedule, as, as it were. So we'll, see, we'll keep progressing, we'll keep uh, analysing that and see how that goes over over the next week or so. Farrell also explained the difficult nature of trimming his panel down to 33. Well, it's obviously difficult because you're, you're shattering someone's dream, you know. Um, but at the same time, I would hope that through um, all campaigns that you don't let bid, bad news be a shock as in you, you, you're constantly giving feedback to them to let them know where they're at and and players are not stupid you know they've always got a, a, a sense of well as well what's happening a, a, along the way um, but what I would say is that the reason it is difficult for myself to, to certainly tell those five players um, the other day is because they made it very easy for myself you know the 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 understanding 
They're all team players. There's no selfishness whatsoever within all of the group. And if you have a look at um, everyone else announcing their squad so early, the reason that sometimes that happens is because they, they want to get the, to the 33 and they want to make sure that they, they push everyone else on so that, there's, so that there's no disruptions along the way. We have none of that ever because, because of the quality of people that we've got, the, the team first people, and, and that's why it's, it's hard to um, shatter the dreams really. Captain Jonathan Sexton will finally be able to play when Ireland's first Pool B game rolls around on September 9th. He admits it has been difficult watching the past few weeks' preparations from the sidelines. Yeah, incredibly frustrating to have to sit and watch. Um, that's obviously my own fault. Um, but that's, you know, just that's that's been life. I just had to do what I could for the team and try and learn by, by watching the guys and sort of contribute where I could. And, um, yeah, it was particularly tough last weekend in the Aviva. But... Um, like I said, you live and learn and time to move on now. Sexton says he regrets how his provincial career came to a close. Of course, yeah. I've held my hands up since day one. The, um, I made a mistake in the, in the heat of the moment. Uh, I was obviously very emotional on the day, not being part of what I had mapped out from the start of the year. was playing my last game for Leinster in the Aviva, um, winning the European Cup. It was... It's what I dreamt of, and then obviously to miss that, there's a lot of emotion that goes with it. And in, this, in that split second, when I went on to console my teammates, I, I made a remark, and I, I regretted it instantly. Um, you make mistakes. You say sorry, you hold your hands up, and um, that's what I've done. All Blacks lock Scott Barrett has been cleared to play at the Rugby World Cup. The 29-year-old was red-carded in Friday night's 35 points to 7 defeat to the Springboks at Twickenham. His late hit on box hooker Malcolm Marks saw him receive a second yellow card, having earlier been punished for repeat infringements. Barrett faced a disciplinary panel today who allowed him to continue playing without a suspension. They found they could only apply a suspension for the offence of persistent offending, not for the substantive offences relating to each yellow card. It's Barrett's third red card in four years, having been sent off for a late hit on Wallabies' Michael Hooper in 2019, and then again last year while playing for the Crusaders against the Blues in Super Rugby. Barrett has been cleared to play in the All Blacks' opening pool A fixture against France on Friday week. Head coach Ian Foster insists they're not panicking after that box defeat. I think we're confident, and it, it, it didn't look like that, you know. And I know, I know, we got a good spanking yesterday, so I'm not not hiding from that fact. But um, you know, if you go through Tyrell, Ethan, uh, Scott Barrett, you go through um, the likes of Geordie, Rico, Bodie, they, they haven't played since the MCG, and um, there's not much we can do about that because that's the schedule. So we we had to make a decision: do we do we play them through and give them right through to Dunedin to that test and and then maybe give them this one off, or do we have a whole group of our team that's that's not battle-hardened and hasn't played? So, yeah, you make those decisions, and, and, and we live or die on it, but we're, we're not panicking about that result last night. It's, it's uh, We knew we were going to get challenged. It's not the result we wanted, but um, I still believe in the plan. I still believe we've got the, the, group, the group that needed to play um, played. Scott, not as long as I would have liked, um, but... At least what we have got now is we've 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 got a, a good sort of litmus test of, of where we're at. We've got guys that have played fortnight out from a big test, and and everyone's in the same boat from now on. You know, after this weekend, everyone's in the same boat. So we've just got to use our camp in Germany really smart, and 
and go into France and and just get stuck into what's going to be a pretty exciting World Cup. And despite the tight head going off with a knee injury on Friday night, Foster is confident that Terrell Lomax can play a big part for them in France. Oh yeah, I see no reason why we'd be changing Terrell. Like it's um, it's like at the stage there's there's no no reason why we'd be changing the 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 squad based on information we have right now. So we'll just um. And like I said, the judiciary process will wait and see. We haven't actually had confirmation yet. And like I said, it's it really is a two yellow card set up rather than a yellow and a red at this stage. So we'll just play that by ear. Saturday night's shock results has seen Fiji move above England in the latest World Rugby rankings. Pacific Islanders are up to 8th following their 30 points to 22 win over Steve Borthwick's side at Twickenham. England's ninth place ranking is their lowest ever. Despite their first ever defeat to a Tier 2 nation, Borthwick remains confident in his squad ahead of the World Cup. Uh, the, the, I'm very, in terms of the players, I'm very happy with the squad we've got. I think we've got a really talented group of players. And the most important thing right now with the group we have, the, the players, the coaches and management, because I've been involved with other England teams before that have under pressure and difficult circumstances, under adversity, which is some of the challenges we've faced the last few weeks, have come apart. What I sense is a group that is coming even tighter together. And we're looking forward to getting to France uh, later on next week and we're looking forward to getting into this World Cup. Johnny May has been formally added to England's squad for the tournament. The Gloucester winger started on Saturday night and indeed scored England's opening try. May replaces the injured Anthony Watson, but Elliot Daly and Henry Arundel remain, despite their recent injury issues, as does the second row George Martin. Eddie Jones will head to the Rugby World Cup, still seeking the first win of his second spell in charge of Australia. They conceded four tries, two of them to Damien Penault in a 41 points to 17 defeat to France yesterday. Despite their abysmal recent record, Jones is confident that things will turn in the right direction for his Wallaby squad. Oh, we've, we're, you know, within the camp, we've got, we've got a fair bit of confidence. Obviously, yeah, we'd like to have a better win-loss record. But, yeah, we've destabilised the team. We've taken away all the leadership that was there previously. We've got a new leadership team in place. We're trying to play a different way. Um, and the results haven't been good. And so it hasn't been good enough. I'm not hiding away from that. But we do have a longer-term plan in terms of the World Cup, and that's what we're here for. Finally, Leinster and Munster will meet again at Musgrave Park at the weekend to determine this year's women's interprovincial champions. Second-half tries from Linda Jugang and Ruth Campbell saw Leinster beat Munster 26-19 with a bonus point in Donnybrook on Saturday. Connacht picked up their second win of the campaign, beating Ulster 29-24 at the sports ground, but they too must meet again at Energia Park to decide third and fourth place. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB rugby feed for all of these latest rugby daily podcasts first and indeed free my name is richie mccormick i'll have more rugby daily for you with thanks to deliveroo later in the week thanks for listening